Welcome to Femme Pop, the pop culture podcast about what catches our eye. I'm Jennifer Wainscott. I'm Peggy Ray Hargarten. And welcome to 2019. Boom! So this week on Femme Pop, we're talking Mary Poppins. We're talking about a few other things too. Last night was the Golden Globes. We are not talking about the Golden Globes. We have done a show previously, but we are looking to the future now. Futuristic 2019. Movies to come, shows to come, and we're starting with Mary Poppins. Yep. Now, Peg, you recently saw Mary Poppins in theaters. Yes, I did. And I absolutely loved it. Love! Um, it was so good. Uh, I just, I loved it. It was everything I wanted it to be. But I went with one of my good friends, and she didn't really like it. Mm. So Mixed reviews. Yeah, so I think that we should talk a little bit about the original Mary Poppins, the movie Saving Mr. Banks, and the books that this character is based <laughs> off of. Fun fact for you listeners at home. Uh, the early days of mine and Peggy's friendship featured the Mary Poppins books quite prominently. That is right. I saw the movie Saving Mr. Banks, which is about Walt Disney trying to procure the rights for this character from the author P.L. Travers uh, to make this to make the original film. And it goes into her backstory and sort of who Mary Poppins is and what she wanted her to be. So I got really into Mary Poppins, and I. Uh, checked out the original book from the library, brought it home, and asked Jennifer to read it to me using special voices. Which, of course, I did. Yes. The most prominent being one of the characters who, I don't know if you remember the character who's the older woman who has the dog. Yeah. Older neighbor lady with a dog named Andrew. Yeah, so I just have very, like, keenly in my mind Jennifer saying, Andrew! Oh, Andrew! So that's kind of the only thing I remember. Uh, but, so, okay, let's talk a little, so the original Mary Poppins. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. We're going to talk about how it's amazing, and then I'm, and then I want to talk a little bit about how the books was a little different, and how I see that more in this new film, mm-hmm. which I liked. Um, but the original Mary Poppins. Jen, give us, give us some thoughts, give us some wisdom. Julie Andrews, Dick Van Dyke, I don't know what else you need to know. They were wonderful. Julie Andrews. Wow. Coincidence? I think not. <laughs> um, she's she's delightful. She's wonderful. Utterly delightful. You're introduced so into Mary Poppins, uh, this woman who comes and takes care of the children, helps them to kind of find, rekindle their inner child, and mm-hmm. ultimately helps the parents to find their yeah. inner child. And um, if you haven't seen it, you should see it, you should see it. But but that's basically the story. Yeah. And it was a big deal when it was being made because it was the whole animation real life crossover. Yes, that was being done, and that mm-hmm. was very new. Mm-hmm. This was the first feature length film to do anything like that, mm-hmm. and it was a smash. Yeah. So now looking back, it feels a little hokey. Sure. Yeah, to yeah. us. Mm-hmm. But to the original audience, I mean, it was one of the biggest movies of all time. Yeah. Special effects off the charts. Uh, so the, the original Mary Poppins is, is just a gem. And um, you Saving Mr. Banks, again, is, is a movie that you should see to kind of just get more into the background of the 
of the film, but there one moment that I want to talk about in the in that movie is when Walt Disney is talking to P.L. Travers, the author, and he says essentially that Mary Poppins comes to save the children, and she looks at him and says, "You think Mary Poppins came to save the children?" And and the whole point is that Mary Poppins came to save the father. Mm-hmm. The father is this guy who works for the bank. He's all business. He's lost his, just the real love and imagination in his mm-hmm. heart. And ultimately, Mary Poppins is is there to save him through the children. Yes. And that is just something so beautiful that comes out in, in the new film as well and um, that that was, uh, you know, the intention of who Mary Poppins is. And Mary Poppins, you know, of course, everybody knows supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. You know, she loves to have fun and, and to do, um, to make the children laugh and for them to be lighthearted. Uh, but one thing that, it comes through some in the film, in the original film, but it, it definitely comes through in the books, is that Mary Poppins is, she's very serious. Yes, she takes herself very seriously. You, I mean, you see that in the original where, she, you know, she looks in the, or she, she kind of measures herself and says, Mary Poppins, practically perfect in every way. That's, yes. that's the big line. She's, she's a little vain. She catches her eye in the mirror quite a bit. She's pretty concerned with her appearance. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's also quite, she can be quite gruff with the children, like very, right. uh, you know, correcting them quite harshly. Um, you see that a lot more in the book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, totally. Um, so she's not silly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's not, f- especially in the book, she's not a fluffy character. Right. She is a character that does have fun and yes. brings joy in life, but she is not fluffy. Right. By any means. So I just think she's such a wonderful character for for parents to kind of model your self after of like, I am very serious about you taking care of yourself and I'm very serious about you respecting the people around you um, and following the rules but I'm also very serious about play and yes. imagination yes and discovery that dichotomy of taking someone very very seriously and being playful with them yes that is huge it's it's just done so well and um, it I feel like this new movie really captured that. In a sense, even better than the original Mary Ooh. Poppins. Because I think Julie Andrews played Mary Poppins as more sugary sweet right. than the Mary Poppins of the book. Both I love. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have no complaints. I lo- I'm just like, obviously you can tell by now, I'm a huge Mary Poppins fan. I, I like want to be Mary Poppins. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I just remembered that I was, well, I was a nanny and I like referred to myself as Peggy Poppins. <laughs> During those years, I totally yes. forgot about that. I completely forgot. But yeah, she's she's an inspiration to me for how to live and how to um, especially just care for children. And mm-hmm. it's just so easy to go in one or two camps where you either are really hard on kids and you expect too much of them and you're all business all the time, or you don't expect any of them anything of them mm-hmm. and you're just you just play and have fun and that's mm-hmm. it. And, and 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 that and not taking children seriously that does not help them to become people. Right. Taking them seriously and really playing with them seriously are both so important to their development. 
Yes. All right, so, Jennifer, you have not seen the new film. I've not. Okay, do you want to see it? I do. I'm a little bit hesitant because I'm always hesitant of movies that do follow-ups or redos or whatever. Sure. So I, I'm a little bit concerned, but it looks so good. Yeah. And the cast is so strong. Oh, my gosh. Haven't even talked about the cast yet. Okay, hey, tell... We, we have a guest star, speaking of Mary Poppins and Tending the Children, we have a guest star on today's episode. Eli, do you want to say something? Can you say hello? Say hello. Say hello. Insolent child refusing to say hello. Unbelievable. We need to get Mary Poppins in here. Get her in here. Mary would know what to do. So, he might, he'll probably speak at the wrong times and not when we want him to. Warning. But, um... Okay, so I saw it. I had I tried to keep my expectations low, obviously. And, you know, you just... When something is so iconic, you can't come in thinking, this is going to be that good. Right. Uh, you're, you will get disappointed. Mm-hmm. And I think even just, like, when there's a character that you love, you're not... You're, being introduced to that character is so fun <coughs> that, like... <coughs> You're going to, there's going to be a loss in the second, no matter how good it is. So, like, mm-hmm. Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. The second season, I loved it, but I can't ever meet Midge Maisel. Right. It's not the fresh. Again. Yeah. So that's how I kind of felt with Mary Poppins. Come here, baby. You can come over here. Or you can go over there. But that being said, I thought they did an absolutely superb job. Yeah. In a lot of ways, they stayed really safe. And I don't think this is a spoiler. It's a new story. It's the kids from the original Mary Poppins have now had kids. I do like that aspect. And so they've sort of become the adult. Mary Poppins shows up. And the it's a different story, but a lot of the same aspects remain. Mm. So instead of Bert the chimney sweep you have jack the lamp lighter mm-hmm. and it's still the bank is still a big part of the narrative instead of buying a kite you have someone selling balloons and so there's a lot of sort of like a trade-off mm-hmm. like this was in the old movie and this is the new thing yeah so in a way you know you can you could find that annoying and you know uh what derivative, mm-hmm. but I liked it. I, I I liked what they did. I liked that they maintained a lot of the same kind of things. Sounds like they were doing it very intentionally. Yeah, yeah, they definitely did. But I think they did it well. I mean, the cool. new Lin Manuel Miranda is Woo. the new Bert. You know, he's the Dick Van Dyke, and he was just wonderful. Of course, if you don't know who Lin Manuel is, he's the creator and star of Hamilton. Hey, baby. Yeah, pick it up. You can have it. For those of you at home, my son has just thrown a water bottle on the ground, and he is mad about it. He's mad that it's on the ground. You want it? Okay, you can have it. (laughs) He picked it up, folks. (laughs) What are we doing We'll end your suspense. Um, And so Lin-Manuel was superb, but, I mean, Emily Blunt, was Mary Poppins. I love Emily Blunt. I don't care about Emily Blunt until now, and now I love Emily Blunt. She's amazing. 
She, I mean, she was who the book portrays Mary Poppins mm. to be. And her singing is fantastic. Awesome. The music was fun. Of course, like, it wasn't super califragilisticexpialidocious. Nothing is. It wasn't let's go fly a kite. You know, it wasn't... Spoonful of sugar. Spoonful of sugar. You know, I mean, all those are just like... Um, you can't... I don't know if you can recreate that. Though, I do feel like, you know, Frozen with Let It Go, and some of the, some of these guys have done some really good stuff. So I was wanting the music to be better, but I still loved it. Mm-hmm. And the music was good. I've been singing it ever since. So still quality, if, yeah. if not like the... Still quality, just not... Still quality, still fun, just not iconic. Oh, uh, yeah. That makes sense. So all in all, I would highly recommend the film. If you liked the original Mary Poppins, you will probably love this film. Thank you. But maybe just keep in mind some of the background, um, some of, just keeping in mind this is a throwback film sure. in a lot of ways. So and having so, expectations for that. Yeah, that it's it might feel a little cheesy. And keeping in mind that this is a children's film. I do like that. Um might help you to enjoy it a little more than my friend who was sort of like, well, okay, you know. Mm-hmm. And I was like crying during the, <laughs> you know, the imagination song and everything. So having in mind what it is and thinking about it as something that can teach you about your inner child and how to love children well, I think can make it a lot more fun for different people. Cool. Um, so... Now let's talk about let's talk a little bit about what we're anticipating in 2019. We're at the beginning of 2019. There's so much to anticipate. There, I am just anticipating anticipation. <sighs> I mean, the year of anticipation. The year of anticipation. Sure. In the year of our Lord. So Jennifer, what are you anticipating? I'm anticipating oh so much. So Stranger Things season three. Holla. Dropping July 4th. It's going to be amazing. I'm anticipating the live-action Lion King. Okay. I'm anticipating Captain Marvel, oh. Wonder Woman 2. Oh. Uh, the Avengers. Yep. Like, there, there's just so much. Just Star Wars? Star Wars. I mean... In December. Oh, wow. It's happening this year. They just keep throwing so much content at us. There's no way to live a real life. How's a person meant to keep up? No, we should all quit our jobs and our responsibilities and just watch television and movies at all times. Eli, she's going to quit being your mom. Son. It's for the good of the podcast. <laughs> I would never. Yeah. Yeah, he's not into it. Mm, all right. Well. That's a lot to look forward to. It's a lot to look forward to. That encompassed, the only one that you didn't say for me that I, I am anticipating is uh, Mr. Robot. Oh, a show that I've been watching and and it's really good with Rami Malek and he played Freddie Mercury in he, Bohemian Rhapsody. He just won, he won some good stuff at the Golden Globes. Yeah, last Golden night. Globes Best Picture. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool. And he won for Best Actor. No. Yeah. Oh, you were in bed by that point. Oh, I was thinking of um, what's his name who won for Vice. Oh yeah. yeah but yeah. I for in the Golden Globes there's a musical comedy. Mm-hmm. section 
And then there's the drama section. Correct. So that's what I was thinking of. Okay. Which that is the wonderful thing about the Golden Globes is that they do have a section for musical and comedy, mm-hmm. which is a wonderful thing. And they should get awards too. And the Oscars don't do that. Because usually the drama skips right over the... Whoa. Where'd that come from? Thank you. Um. So yeah. But okay, really quickly, I do want to just talk about, okay... What movies have you seen that are contenders for Oscars? Mm-hmm. And what movies do you want to see that you think are contenders for Oscars? Most of the okay. movies are movies that I want to see. Okay, I've just, only just seen list like, them off. Let's just, just like... I want to see uh, The Green Book. I want to see If Beale Street Could Talk. I want to see Roma. Yes. I want to see everything. Yes, I want to see all those. I saw Roma so far. I've only watched half of it. It's really good. Mm-hmm. Beautiful Boy on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Incredible. Hmm. Very good. I saw Vice. It it was just a little too polarizing for me. I, I had I had trouble with it. Mm-hmm. I I do think it was a well made film in a way. It was kind of like the same guy who made the Big Short. Um, that weird. So technically good. Yeah, I think it was technically pretty good. Um, of course, Amy Adams is in it, who I love. But She's great. It was just the content. I don't I don't totally know what to do with it, to mm-hmm. be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have, a, yeah, I have a whole list of ones, others that I want to see. But Bohemian Rhapsody, I really want to see. Oh. And now that it won the Golden Globe, that's kind of a... Have to. Like, must. we need to see that. It's a must. Um, I can't remember the others, but really going to try to get on... Oh, Black Klansman. Really want to see Black Klansman. So uh, we're going to do our best to watch as many of these movies as we can. So we can tell you guys, so you can make great Oscar predictions. Boop, boop, boop. Beep boop. Looking forward to it. And uh, guys, let us know what you're watching, what you're listening to, Keep what you're reading. Uh, we want to just take in good content and enjoy the creative pursuits that are out there. Yeah. So that's all for today. Thanks for joining us, and thanks for uh, being part of us in 2019. This has been Fin Pop. I'm Peggy Ray. I'm Jennifer. Have a good one.